אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנה עפה לקדוש ומשה בארץ המה. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו נעם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן מסגת. נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So, ברוך השם, today we're going to do two תורות, or we're going to do one תורה and half of another one. We're going to start with תורה ע"א, תורה 71, finish this תורה, and then hop into תורה ע"ב, and do half of that תורה, בעזרת השם. So, תורה ע"א, דה נו, שקשה מאוד להיות מפורסם. It's very difficult to be famous, widely known. כי מה שהוא מפורסם הוא מזיק לא מאוד, because being widely known, is enables a person to, or damages the person very much. Because sometimes being f- famous or widely known, having like this authority and these, these big positions, uh, make it necessary to endure sufferings for the public, for the many people. And through his wounds we were healed. Meaning through the wounds of this person who makes himself mafursam, makes himself a leader. With this, the, the public was healed, it says in Yeshaya. Because the, the fact that he is famous, Therefore this man falls into the category, this famous man falls into the category of what it says in Yeshaya. Therefore I'll give him a portion from the many. <clears throat> this idea meaning that he possesses um, a portion of all the other people, which means that whatever they do wrong, he also has to endure the suffering um, for that. He has to like take on sins of the generation, etc. This is why this person needs to endure suffering and bear suffering for um, the needs of the public. Because upon this person it says, It says that... Um, We saw earlier that through his wounds we were healed. It's just that there needs to be a certain amount of people that are meant to be famous. There's a few people that are meant to be famous, several people. And Hashem makes them specifically famous, as we see with the Baal Shem Tov, that we know the Baal Shem Tov once, um, um, I believe it was Eliyahu Navi, that came to Baal Shem Tov and told him that if you do not want to be famous, then you're not doing your job. Because in the past generation, he was, a, he was a reincarnation of a big tzaddik who did not want to make him famous, who did not want to be famous. But now he needs to come back so that he can take that leader and that, uh, take that leadership role, that authority, and become famous. Um, as is taught in one of the stories of the Bar Shem Tov over there. That Hashem makes a person famous specifically because that he, that's what he needs. That's his job. But there are tzaddikim who are tzaddikim That on their own accord, these tzaddikim take suffering upon themselves on behalf of Am Yisrael. And by doing so, they exchange the spiritual influx. Um, as brought in Lesson 63 on the verse that with two it would conceal itself. Over there, it talks about this idea that, um, that sometimes the tzaddikim, instead of receiving influx and hashkacha from Hashem Yitbach, That um, it doesn't want, that this, these tzaddikim do not want this influx, this shefa. And they actually conceal themselves from the hashkacha Hashem. Instead, they receive suffering and they decide that they want hashkacha or chaniyot. 
they want a spiritual and for spiritual divine providence. Um, so that this Shefa that they should have received that and they turned their face uh, from they get dispersed in the world, etc. We've we seen that lesson over there and it's, it goes deeper. But that's uh, the basic level. I end Sham looking at that lesson over there for um, explanation on this idea. But as Rabbeinu teaches us here, this idea of um, not taking authority, not being Mefuch uh, as is actually quite famous in the teaching of Rabbeinu. This idea of not taking any leadership, authority, doing things without um, taking this um, without taking this famous status unless Hashem decides um, for that person. Um, okay. Let's hop into lesson 72. Rabbanu is going to give us a lesson teaching us how to overcome the, um, the evil inclination. Sometimes, Sometimes a person is hit with a um, with a thought of repentance, thought of returning to God. And in that moment, with that thought, he is made a, um, a an upright person. Afterwards, he wants to do some sort of service. By the uh, to act upon his heart's arousal to repent, basically, because he feels that hit orerut. Now he wants to do a little tshuva. He wants to do some sort of service to act upon that thought. Um, following this, he wants to travel to the tzaddik. And afterwards, when he travels, he begins, um, or the yetzerah begins to overpower this person, and uh, this person's enthusiasm begins to fall. That the enthusiasm that he had at first begins to weaken. And afterwards, when he gets to the tzaddik, sometimes the yetzerah overcomes this person until literally he loses all his passion. Rabbanu tells us, do not be troubled by this at all. Do not let your thought confuse you about this. Because you have to know this. Rabban is telling us that the only reason why you're losing this passion, the passion that you once had, is because when you have this thought of repentance and returning to God, because of that good that's awakened within you, through this, that action now that you want to do, um, that action that you're now doing, um, to be able to act upon that Yehud Shuva now kills your Yetzirah. And it nullifies the Yetzirah that you once had. Because you're basically, uh, what do you call it? Um, you kill the Yetzirah that you once had and you're, you're nullifying the Yetzirah that you, that, you, yeah, that you possessed. Because you're killing the Yetzirah with that thought of repentance and that act that you're acting upon. Um, at that moment, and afterwards, when you therefore when you want to travel, when you actually do the act to travel to the tzaddik, for example, a new yetzara is actually arousing in you and it's attacking you. Rabbeinu said you killed your previous yetzara. Now it's a completely new yetzara. Because anyone who's greater than his friend, the yetzara um, is greater. Which means what? If you are at a higher level than someone else, then your Yetzirah is greater. And it says in Gemara Sukkah, And now, 
because you broke that previous yetzera uh, by arousing yourself in a good thought and doing the service to to do something for Hashem. With that, you're actually having a greater yetzera now than the one that you previously had before your thought of repentance, before the act that you were doing. Therefore, if you do not reinforce yourself against this new Yetzirah, then you're allowing the Yetzirah to overcome you and overpower you, this new Yetzirah. And what happens? This desire that you once possessed will immediately lessen and fall. Because what a person needs to do is he needs to reinforce himself in a new way corresponding to the new Yetzirah that comes to you. Because you killed your previous Yetzirah. So you cannot have the same passion that you once had before because it's a new Yetzirah, which means it's a stronger Yetzirah than what you did, than what you had before you had the thought of repentance, before the, before the act of traveling to the Tzadik. So now that your Yetzirah is new, you have to reinforce your, your desire and your passion. For Rabbanu teaches us there's many aspects of the Yetzirah. For there are people who are lowly and materialistic. That their Yetzirah is also very lowly and um, physical. And according to the majority actually, the Yetzirah, um, the Yetzirah of these people is actually their blood. And which blood? The blood of the left ventricle of the heart, Shehu Betokvo, which is still in its strength. As we saw in Lesson 6, this idea that a person who still um, hasn't done Shuba still has uh, blood of um, the power of the left side of his heart, the blood that is still present there, that is still in strength, that you need to subdue that blood, that blood which represents Yetzirah itself. And Rabbanu teaches us that the essential confusions and the doubts that these people go through is because of the turbidity and the muddle uh, blood uh, that he has. And the truth is, that anyone who has a minimum of clear that, that this person's this person's evil inclination of blood, of all the stuff that we just mentioned, is considered foolishness to him and madness. And you literally need no no overpowering strength to overcome this Yetzirah. You realize that it's not a big Yetzirah at all, in fact. And even if it's according to the general populace, a great test, for example, the great uh, test of sexual temptation, who according to this person who has a little bit of clear that, this Ta'avah uh, is complete foolishness. And it's not considered a test to him at all. Which means Rabbanu is teaching us this idea, as we see in Shifcharan also in Sichotaran. Rabbanu tells us that the tava niuf, the sexual temptation, this desire, is actually not a tava at all. Rabbanu says it's easily a person, easily a person can overcome this. But it's because we don't have much dat that we're still struggling with this test. But it's all because of the turbidity of the blood, the, the putridity of the blood. But the second we add a little bit of dat, a clear dat then we realize that this Ta'avah is actually worthless. Because anyone who has any little dot and knows a little bit about the greatness of our Master and our Creator, God Himself, that I know that great is God and our Master is above all other gods. 
And it's impossible to explain this. Not in writing and not orally. You cannot even verbally express this. As is brought in the Zohar Kadosh, that the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only commensurate with that which a person can estimate and measure in his heart. You can only understand God's greatness in your heart. You cannot express it to anyone. As it brings in the verse in Mishle that her master is known as the gate. What is this reference to? The Zohar says, What does it mean at the gate? Dimshaer belibe. Dimshaer comes from the word to measure, meaning that the master is only known according to what a person can estimate in his heart, meaning each and every person commensurate with how much he can measure in his, in his lev, meaning that's how much you can understand God's greatness. According to how much that you have, according to how much you can really feel in your heart. And anyone who can estimate in his heart the greatness of God, it's certain that by this person, a person who estimates God's greatness, greatness a little bit, just even a little bit in his heart, there is nothing that is considered a test vis-a-vis -vis this great uh, understanding of God. And you literally need no um, overpowering strength to do this, to overcome this Yitzhara. Just by the mere fact that you have a little bit of the understanding of God. However, there is an aspect of a Yitzhara and evocation, which is a holy angel. And nonetheless, it's still an evil inclination. And a person needs to flee and to run away from it very much to overcome it. What is this Yetzirah we're talking about? This holy angel? This is what we're talking about. Gvurot. Severities. Judgments. This is what we're talking about. Judgments. And a person who has that, this son of that, this person who possesses knowledge, this is his Yetzirah. It's not a test of temptations, of money, of food, of, the, of women, of all this stuff. No. What is it? It's a test of gvorot, of dinim. Meaning that you're tested with severities and judgments. And a person needs to overcome these judgments and to sweeten them. So that all these judgments are actually only good. Because for, for one person to be absorbed, in the place he's meant to be absorbed. I know by himself, meaning within the infinite one himself, God himself. Over there it's entirely good. There's literally no judgment there because we're talking about God's essence himself. Can, can we say that God has any judgment, anything bad with her? God forbid to say such a thing. Um, so if a person's encompassed within that place that he needs to be encompassed, within God himself. Therefore, he needs to, that place needs to be, um, that place within God Himself, it's all good. So this person must sweeten all the judgments and all the severity because he's encompassed within, the, within God Himself who's entirely good. Because what's the Yetzirah that we're talking about here for a person who has that? This is the supernal Yetzirah, the Yetzirah that stands above there, which is judgment. And with this, Rabban was teaching us the blemish that David made with Bathsheba. Because it's, God, it's forbidden, Rabbanu says. It's certainly forbidden to say that David sinned with Bathsheba in a way of desire and physicality because of his desire. God forbid. Because David already said about himself that his heart is hollow within me. And what did we say? 
that is hard. What does it mean that his heart is hollow? Within? Meaning that blood within the left ventricle of the heart is hollow, which means that he doesn't have ta'avot of, of the majority of people, of ta'avot of desires of sexual morality or this or that, of all these ta'avot of the blood. No. He already said to do that very long ago. David Amerach already completely killed the Yetzirah of physicality and materialism. In the highest possible form. And he subdued the blood of the left ventricle of the heart. Even um, though it says in the Gemara Shabbat, that's in the Gemara Shabbat that anyone who says David sinned is making a big mistake. Nonetheless, Rabban was teaching us something. Even though that's even that small blemish and that tiny sin that he did. As is known, as we brought in the Zohar Kadosh, as is brought in the Zohar, <clears throat> even that tiniest blemish that David Amelach did is certain that he didn't do it with desire. Certainly not because of the the um, the the turbidity of the blood cannot say that, God forbid. Because it's from the turbidity of, blo- of the blood that a person is has um, this sexual lust. So it's certain that David did not desire Bathsheba in this manner at all. It's just that the blemish David made was with regard to that which we're talking about in the supernal manner, in the spiritual manner, with regard to gvurot, severities. That he did not sweeten the yetzerah above, meaning the judgments and the severities. And even with regard to this, it was completely subtle. Because we know that Bathsheba was literally meant for David. They were both the, the Zivuga Gunovich. They were both, um, Bathsheba was David Batzug. David was, uh, Bathsheba was David's soulmate. So we know that it was meant for each other, but David just, in the most subtle manner, we can't even understand it, to be quite frank, at all, at all. Don't even try to understand it. But, um, the, but we know that Bathsheba was meant for David. Just the, the, the blemish that um, David did was extremely in the most subtle manner. David, and this is what it says about David. And Divrayamim, Aleph, Lotiv Nebait Lishmi, do not build the house in my name for um, you have poured out uh, too much blood. You have spilled too much blood. This is what um, um, Hashem tells David Amelach that he should not be, he's not going to be the one to build the Beit HaMikdash. Why? Rabban was teaching us. Because David Amelach did not sweeten the severities. This is why he did not merit to build the Beit HaMikdash. And even though the war is it's Hashem who's fighting, nonetheless, up, up all the way above, in the most exalted level, in the place where one needs to encompass himself the most, within God's infiniteness himself, God's oneness, where there it's only good, over there, there can only be good, there's no judgments at all. And this is what it says in Tikkun Even the supernal crown, Keter Elion, the supernal crown, is what? Is black. In comparison to the cause of all causes, God Himself. As it says in Tehilim, they don't know and they don't understand 
they walk in darkness. Meaning, even the highest place next to Hashem Yitbarach, the supernal crown, the Keter Elyon, we're talking about here. Over there, it's complete darkness next, next to God infiniteness. In the aspect of what it says, <clears throat> in the aspect of of the holiness of on high. So let's go to the asterisks over there. Rabbanu is um, pointing us to this place. So what is this holiness of on high? First off, let me finish the sentence. Which is the Yetzirah, the evocation of these great and holy Tzadikim as we're talking about. <clears throat> so, so Rabban was teaching us by the asterisk, this side paragraph, that up there, as if to say, by God Himself, we find the aspect of Yetzirah. As the Chachamim say in the Midrash, that in the beginning it arose in God's thought to create the world with a trait of judgment. So, so Rabbanu teaching us that this trait of judgment is actually a reference to the Yetzirah. That afterwards, after it arose in God's thought to create the world with judgment, God, so to speak, broke the Yetzirah and included the aspect, the trait of Rachami mercy within this world. And from this strength, from this strength that Hashem broke the Yetzirah up there to create the world with the trait of mercy, with this, all this concept devolutes down here, sorry, devolves down here up until the point where now we have the strength down here to break the Yetzirah. Because God once broke the Yetzirah, meaning the Midat Adin for the Midat HaRachamim, so too we have the power to break the Yetzirah down here. Because if it was not for God who did this at the beginning of time, then... Um, we would not have the strength to break our evil inclination. And this is the language that is brought in the Gemara in, um, in Masechet Yoma, Dav Samertet Amud Bet, Shamrusham, that it says over there, Zohi Gvurat Gvurato. This itself is his great might, is God's great might. That he conquers his inclination by showing extraordinary patience uh, to the wicked people. So we see that Hashem overcomes his Yetzirah as if to say, as if we can say such a thing. Nimsa, we find that this is what we're explaining with regard to the subject up above. That the fact that God is conquering his trait of judgment and extending his anger, this is God's breaking his own Yetzirah. And look into the Zohar and many different places that it's brought over there. That the trait of judgment is actually the root of the Yetzirah in this world. That the trait of judgment is actually the root of where the Yetzirah begins. That is where the Yetzirah stems from. So, we go back to the lesson. And this is true with regard to Shlomo Amelech, upon him be peace. That Shlomo married the daughter of Paro, and he married many non-Jewish um, women. It is certainly inconceivable um, It's certainly inconceivable to even entertain with your mind that 
when Shlomo did this, it was because of a physical Yetzirah. God forbid to say such a thing. Because Shlomo HaMelech was a genuine wise person. We're talking about a wise person, a Chacham in holiness. A true wise person. That he was wisest of all men. And we already established the rule in our hands. That anyone who's truly a wise person, just a little bit, just a little. This tava of sexual temptation is not even a, a desire in their heads at all. For anyone who has a little bit of that, it's not a desire at all. Even if someone propositions uh, this person, with a beautiful woman in a private place, that it's certainly possible in your power to overcome this temptation. For a person who has that, this temptation, even alone in a room with the most beautiful woman, is not even a tava at all. It's complete foolishness and madness. And it's not considered a test to this person at all. And that praise which is written in the Torah of Yosef HaTzadik who withstood this test of Eshet Potiphar is so there's a great secret with this. Because a person can ask clearly if it's not such a great test then why are we praising Yosef so much? So Rabbanu teaches us that the main test was with regard to that a subject that we mentioned above with regard to Gvurot meaning with regard to sweetening the judgment meaning to sweeten and to overcome the Yitzhara up above that's what it means to sweeten the Yitzhara not the Tava of Gashmi because of course Yosef didn't have that Tava at all but we're talking about here that Yosef's main test was to overcome and to beat the Yitzhara supernally with regard to judgments and severities but it wasn't a test of overcoming the Yitzhara physicality because this is not a test at all and the same is true with regard to what Shlomo blemished as well. It was only with regard to that which we were mentioning with regard to sweetening the judgments. The supernal Yetzirah, not the Yetzirah of, of sexual temptation. As we see here, Rabbanu is telling us something that it's possible for any single Jew. And not only that, he's not saying it's possible, it's very doable, he says. It's not a Tava at all, he says, sexual temptation. And here, um, the entire world struggles with his Tava. But Rabbeinu is saying, with just a little bit of that, we're able to overcome this tava. So with that, Bezrat Hashem, Bishchut Rabbeinu HaKadosh, may we have a, a blessing that um, we're able to have a little bit of that just overcome this test, to overcome this tava in its physical manner so that we can be tested in a way of dinim and vuot. Bezrat Hashem, Bishchut Rabbeinu HaKadosh. May we go from level to level and God willing, next class we will finish um, this lesson. His most awesome lesson, lesson 72 of Israel Hashem.